When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. We're continuing to tell the stories of Wisconsin families that have reached the milestone of 100 or 150 years of owning their farmsteads or homesteads around the state. Tom and Linda Olson, residents of Scandinavia, Wisconsin, in Wapaka County, have reached that 150-year mark. And Linda is along to tell us the story of their farm. Well, I know that my great-grandfather bought it, and uh, he did the started the farming on it. The barn that we have is, was built in the 1800s. Um, the milk house was added in 1903. My grandfather bought it in the early 19-teens or all 1920s. He, was, uh, he farmed the entire thing. I guess he was a pretty good farmer. Um, the neighbor across the road used to tell me that um, when there was a question about the farming and stuff, they would come to my grandfather and ask him. So he was a pretty good farmer, I guess. And then he passed in 56. And they sold off the um, the animals and stuff after that. And uh, my dad continued to farm it. And then after that, we, my dad and then my mother leased it. Uh, it's the land's been until all the time, the the whole time. Uh, my grand, my mother, my mother moved up here in the early '40s, and she drove by, and this was before there was trees all over. She saw this beautiful brick house, and she said, "God, I'd like to live there sometime." Well, her family was a family of six kids, and they they were they came up from the Fond du Lac Sheboygan area, and they farmed. They, their kids were farmed out to help her own farms. And I guess when she was like ten years old, she went down, and the, the whole family, the kids, picked the field at the bottom of the hill, and that ended up being the house that she ended up living in. She they bought it back in I think the early '60s, sometime. And my mom worked two jobs to keep it all in the farm and keep it in the family until uh, now she's in a nursing home and now my grand or her grandson, my son, bought it. The Christensen side of the family, they were pretty much gone when, you know, by the time I was older. And it was my uh, grandmother that had it after that on my mom, on my dad's side. It was a dairy farm for even back then, before the farm was, and I don't know when when farming, you know, what it was, you know, it got upgraded. But my da- my grandfather in the early 50s had the milking system with the pumps and with the, uh, you know, the milking machines and stuff because the air, all the airlines and everything are running down there yet, and the pump lines or whatever you want to call them. That went until about, I would say, probably 57, I think, 56, 57 is when they got rid of the animals for that. But it's probably 60 to 80 acres of tillable, and then we've got two gigantic uh, marshes in the back where we have just the most beautiful. It's, it's hills and valleys. It's typical Wapaka County land around here. You can see where the glaciers went through. There's rocks left everywhere, and then there's no rocks. I know the barn that they built, they hauled in the rock from Anago because the rock that was here wasn't the right kind. But, um, yeah, the buildings are all still standing. They, the house burned down in '42 or 41, and they rebuilt that. Like I said, the grand, my grandfather was an only son, and so he had two sisters, and they went off and, you know, wherever their families were. So it was basically my father, my grandfather here. And then when he died, they, that's, 
kind of like, you know, they didn't talk about that stuff back then. What are some unique things about the farm or some, you know, interesting stories that, you know, you remember as you were growing up being around it, those kind of things, maybe that would be different from other people or interesting things that people might like to know? Oh, uh, it's kind of hard to say because, you know, like I say, everything was pretty much done with by the time I was born in 54. And the farming is that we tried raising my my husband and uh, my dad and my brother and I tried raising calves in the early 70s, but that was kind of hard starting up from scratch again. But uh, it's it's the, the land itself is just, it's beautiful land. We've got 120 acres within the whole farm. And uh, I don't, I guess I don't know. We have, uh, I guess I don't know what to say. I know one time um, in the early 20s, there was, it rained really bad. And there was a washout that was formed on the end of the field here that was big enough you could have turned two or three barns upside down in it. That's, and I know we had a lot of problems with the, the hillsides on the bottom. Other than that, you know, like I say, it was, we just lived here. My dad was a truck driver, so he didn't. Re- he wasn't around much when we were growing up to really know, other than the fact that we knew it was us, it was ours. Now, you said, obviously, it's still in the family. What does kind of the future look like for the farm, or what are the plans going forward? Well, um, we plan on hanging on to it as long as we can. Everything else around us has been bought out by rich people from Milwaukee, so we're trying to hang on to everything, keep it in the family for the... Um, my folks' grandparents, uh, grandchildren and stuff. The land is all still farmed out yet. I think we've only had in the last 40 years that I can think of, we've only had like a three, three people, three different farmers that have rented it for crop farming, so that's been pretty consistent. But, uh, you know, we're trying to keep up with the buildings as best we can. The The barn is in disrepair, but I, we missed that deal where they uh, you can get funding through the state to help rebuild it. We missed out on that. So we're just trying to keep everything up as much as we can. Like I said, our son just bought the farm. He just uh, purchased the land, the house for uh, in uh, November. So he, you know, after my mom had been there for so many years, there's a lot of updating and stuff that has to be done. But it's, you know, you drive in now, it looks the same as you drove in 50 years ago. It's home. Like I said, the barn's still standing, the granary's still standing, and that was just built on rock piers, which really surprises me. And it was. With that, everything is still here. I, I'm kind of curious, and I wish there was a way to find that out. The whole top of the where the house and the barn are built are all built up on rock that they've hauled in. But it's weird. We don't have any rocks in our fields, and you go right next to us, and it's just solid rocks everywhere. So that's kind of a weird, weird thing, too. It's like they skipped us. That was Linda Olson, Tom and Linda of Wapaka County being recognized as a sesquicentennial farm this year, being their farm has been in their family for over 150 years. This story and many more brought to you by Compere Financial as we continue to honor those with this great accomplishment. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Aaron Zimmerman.